This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCube, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. It's been a little over a week since Gauteng and KwaZulu-Natal provinces faced devastating social unrest that affected the country's image, reputation, people lost businesses, their lives. It was really harrowing to sit back and watch as it, uh, it felt like our country was burning right in front of our own eyes. But something in between this tragedy, something, something in between this trauma happened. South Africa started to rise. And in between this feeling of hope, this feeling of moving forward, this feeling that good things were coming, a group on Facebook was born called Rebuild SA. I have the three founders on the show today, on the Good Things Show, with me. And we're going to chat a little bit about how this new idea to come together to bring communities together, to really rebuild South Africa started, what's happened on this group since then, and perhaps where it's going as well. Amelda, Mbali, Nats, welcome to the Good Things Jackpot. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much. <laughs> Jeepers, man. Thank so, you so, much, so, I mean, we, we all watched from different parts of the country. Actually, first, first off, where are you guys all from? Because obviously in a digital age, we can connect via social media. Are you all from one region or are you from different parts of South Africa? Let's start with Nats. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Four Ways. From Four Ways. Amelda? I'm from Soweto. Soweto. And Mbale? I grew up in Soweto, but I live in the heart of Johannesburg at the moment. Okay, so, so we're, we're, all, we're all sort of Gauteng based, which is cool. Mm. Um, I'm also a Joburg guy, so hold, holding the Joburg flag high. So we were all, two weeks ago, the timeline, we were all watching on TV, on news, listening on the radio, watching social media, how our country was literally being set alight. It was scary. It was almost like the fear of the unknown of where we're going to go from here. Is it going to get worse? Is it, is it going to completely destroy our country? Are we losing grip of this, this unified rainbow nation? But then something happened that, that turned that all around. And suddenly this, I don't want to use the word Ubuntu because that's what everybody says, but it was really Ubuntu. How did Rebuild SA, how was it created? I created a post. On a group, uh, Facebook page called I Know a Guy, which Mbali approved. When she approved it, Ned coordinated with Mbali because it was a thing of volunteering to just clean up the business that were looted, where we were affected during the looting. So that's when we became attached together. So Mbali, you've, you've been running I Know a Guy for a couple of years now. That group has got a huge following. And has done amazing things for the country. I've heard you on various radio shows. I've, I've been following your journey over the years. Did you expect someone to put their hand up? Did you expect someone like Amelda to, to put a post up that you knew was going to turn the tide in South Africa and sort of change the narrative when it came to the looting and the rioting? Well, what Amelda was leaving out is that she tried several times to post this into the community. So normally we posted out to do with jobs or opportunities for one another for empowerment and for entrepreneurship and she had just kind of 
popped up to go, look, I want to volunteer for this and that. And we normally don't allow volunteer posts because it's a lot of young, skilled people who want to volunteer their time in full-time work environments. So I didn't want to facilitate an environment where companies are getting free labor out of really young, capable people. So I ignored her post a couple of times. And then when I went, I think, yeah, I don't know when the last time was, but I, I finally had a look at it. And I was just like, that's a very sweet thing. Let's just, whatever, let's just go for it. And walked away. A few hours later, I was getting sent screenshots of on people on Twitter who had screenshot what's going on in the group and talking about how insp- inspirational it is. It really blew out of proportion. And as such, I decided, you know, let's create, um, let me create a community, a WhatsApp, another Facebook community for people who want to connect to do the type of things that Amalda wants to do. And that's pretty much where the three of us came together as well, you know. So it's been a very unexpected journey. <laughs> Expected just a handful of people to come together. Because, you know, we like to talk about wanting to do great things. Um, but this is the most visible example of definitely Ubuntu, but also active citizenship where people have nothing to gain by getting out of their houses or showing up or donating or, you know, going to townships or wherever it is to clean up. And they've shown up and they've done it and they continue to wish to do so. So one of the things um, that, I've, that I've noticed over the years running Good Things Guys, going on to six or seven years now, is that it goes back to that saying that Fred Rogers had, in times of tragedy, always look for the helpers. And every now and then in South Africa, these types of things happen where groups are formed or where South Africans come together and they start having really cool conversations and change comes from that. I don't know if you remember years and years and years ago, the Joe Burger. He got really, really famous because he was mm. asking different questions from different cultures and different communities. And that's where he really blew up. But there's one mm. really big difference in all the time that I've been reporting on these sorts of things, and that is the word action. In the last couple of weeks, the beautiful action that I've seen come out of Rebuild Essay has actually been heartwarming, and it's given a lot of South Africans who were feeling completely fearful for their country, it's given them hope again. It's shown them that even though we go through hardships and our country can sometimes feel like a very tough place to live when you look at it politically or through the corruption lens or whatever that is. Mm. What this group has done has shown us that at the essence of everything that is right with our country is its people. And how time and time again, you throw a tragedy our way, we, we, we are shaken for a little bit, for a moment, and then in the next breath, we come together to create a real change in South Africa and help move our country forward together. I would love to know, Amelda, when you put that post up, did you, obviously you wanted to inspire something. You wanted to just take a couple of people that may have seen that and get them to perhaps get involved or just to you volunteering yourself for, for you to do good. That, that must have been a moment where you thought, yes, this is going to reverberate into into other sort of ideas that people might have had. Did you think it would get as big as it has? Um, to be honest with you, it's a big no. I just wanted to help out. In my mind, I was looking 
to help out only one business that maybe is looted and the business owner does not know where to start. So when I posted, I posted due to what I've experienced coming back from work and going to work when people were still looting around Soweto. And when I got home, I just told myself that, you know what, I just have to do this to just put someone into a better, a better place to just give them hope again that whatever happens, it'll still be hope and it'll be better when we just try out to just clean up just a little thing like cleaning up, even though we cannot replace whatever that is taken. But hope is the best ever that has to be replaced. Imelda, I think I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Have you always been the type of person that wants to help, that wants to make South Africa a better place? Yes, I have. I have. Um, I dreamed to have my own art center to just uh, train the people that have dropped out of school, people that are doing drugs, so that when they come back from their rehab, they go to the art center as they are home. They could just grow up from then, find themselves because they feel left out in the world. And I've been doing CV revamps for free sometimes. And uh, I've been hosting a girls talk where they come at my place for the whole night with the girls, young girls. I would just um, try to talk to them about how life is, uh, about how we grow up, what reality is. Yeah. Amazing. Nats, how, how did you get involved in, in this? Were you part of um, I Know A Guy as well? Um, I was part of I Know A Guy. And when I woke up on, on the 13th of July, I was very scared. I had um, a consistent panic attack, <laughs> feeling really, really hopeless and very fearful of what was actually happening and what was unfolding um so when i saw amelda's post on i know a guy um as soon as she posted i was like i'm in uh where do i need to clean it just in terms of the inspiration and 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 you did touch on it earlier that was something that really sparked something in in myself going well i can do something we did not believe that a little baby who is actually two weeks old today would be this teething feral toddler that we we try to obviously you know raise together as 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 the co-founders um two incredibly strong women that i'm working with and super proud to be part of the team it inspired me to have a lot better look at what i could do to assist well this is the thing right when when matches are lit uh, with ideas, they have the ability to turn into raging fires. And I guess that's, this is the raging fire of hope that, that the three of you have brought to South Africa. What I love about the initiative is that it's co-founded by three women. Like, I believe you will change the world. You have to make the world a better place. Um, and it's, the proof is in the pudding here. How many members do you have in that Facebook group right now? It's just under 60,000. I'm not sure the exact numbers, but also with that, um, in order to manage the impacts that people come in, we'd created registration forms. So if you're a volunteer, register here. If you're an NGO, register here. If you are an effective business, register here. So we could gather a bit more um, data and information so we could match the relevant people. But um, it's quite a, it's quite a, does, do you ladies know how many people we have? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally looking now. Uh, I'm trying to get, Trying to get on there. Uh, hold on a sec. I can give you a very good update. <laughs> on. Um, uh, we had 58,600 members. Okay. So 58,600 members. Mbale, you've been, this is what you do. You manage 
really large groups. You've been in the thick of it for many years. But this is a different ball game, I think, because it, it, there might be less people offering their services and more people sort of wanting to help. And with that amount of people fresh on a group, I can only imagine that the posts, it must be mayhem to manage. Or am I thinking, <laughs> am I thinking wrong? Is it easy? <laughs> You're spot on. Usually when I create communities, it's actually just with um, a specific intention. And this was just kind of like, mm, I don't know, let's create something that's where Maldives people can connect with one another. And that wasn't the case, as you can see with the three of us having come this far. So, yeah, there's a, a variety of different talking points, I'll call it. Um, so people come forward and they go, look, I've got this, I've got that, I've got time, I want to help. Um, every now and again, people share about some some very, we don't let them into the group just because we want to kind of focus on getting more help, helping hands than um, to to speak about certain types of things but yeah there's just a there's a kaleidoscope i'll call it of different reasons why people come through other people just want to are expats that used to live in south africa and are watching the story from abroad and they've gone look i'm seeing you guys come together awesome i'm making my donation i've got my friends together and that's just really cool so what i love about the community is that it encaptures the spirit of like again um active citizenship of ubuntu of love and just this unity you know i think politics and all of that has really gone out of its way to to make this a something kind of situation and everybody in there doesn't doesn't give a crap they just want to be there show support figure it out so we can all be on the other side i love that i love 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 uh, i think the the word that stood out for me there is kaleidoscope because we are we are a kaleidoscope of different cultures different people but yeah we are all coming together to do some good i would love to hear Perhaps from each of you, um, we'll start with, with maybe Imelda. One of the most touching stories that you, that you've sort of seen come out of the last two weeks and the hashtag rebuild essay, um, initiative. Um, the skills, the skills that we have as South Africans. I never imagined myself to be with such beautiful people, volunteers and the coordinators that I'm with that they're so skilled. Besides the, the, the coordinating group and the volunteering, I've been touched by a where we were cleaning at pick and pay and the owner would come and just look at us and smile again. Yeah, I can imagine. When you're facing something like losing a large part of your business, there's a little bit of hope that's get, that gets lost there as well. And seeing a community come together for you must be an absolutely beautiful thing. Nats, for you, um, what sort of one story has stood out and, and really given you all the feels? Um, I, I'll tell you what, I, I mean, we've come across some incredible stories, but I think the one that really stands out to, to me, um, a volunteer uh, through another NPO called Doorway to Dignity, this very special lady, her name is Giselle, I haven't met her personally, but I, I think I could learn a lot of lessons from her. She's 91 years old. She's got a two-plate stove and she cooked liters and liters and liters of soup in her little stilettos. Yeah. And uh, that managed to to be sent out to people, you know, in the field, our volunteers, to people obviously in need. And that for me is just like an amazing, incredible story that even somebody who is 91 could do something to affect such a positive, awesome change. And then, you know, like even there's a small little, there's a lady in, um, in Davyton, um, her name is Zodwa. She uh, baked loaves of bread in a tiny little bakery and managed to supply 500 loaves to a, co- a company 
the sheep that this 91 year old lady had made. It's like, for me, I'm like, that is so cool and very positive. You know, the other thing is also just like seeing how the NPOs that we're working with, that everybody is like-minded and we all sitting and working towards a common goal to just be positive and it's, it's working so fabulously. Well, this is what I was going to say. It's, it's the collective effort of individuals that are like-minded that are coming together with a common goal. And that goal is simply exactly what your brand or this idea is called. It's rebuilding South Africa. That's exactly what you have created. You've started the narrative. And I think people have just picked up that concept and ran with it. Mbale, for you, is there is there a specific story that stands out? So stories, awesome. For me, it's moments. It's the coming to assess the location and just seeing the absolute carnage that's been there. And then a day or two later, we're there with complete strangers who have come together. They are not there to play around. They've got their masks up to their faces and whatever's going on, they naturally organize and they pick things up and like worker bees or ants, the job is done. Being able to um, also like what Nas said, which is connecting with these NGOs and, and these brilliant minds that have just been doing such incredible, thankless, quiet work. And I think that's what motivates me a lot. And uh, yeah, in terms of favorite stories, I definitely love the Gogo who went and she made hundreds of soups. We've got strangers that we've never met, that I've never met, I'll speak for me, who've also done, you know, hey, we've got 2,000 sandwiches. Where do we take them? I've just been like, yo, dude, like, who are you? That you just kind of just resolved to doing that. And it's not people, it's not always people that come from like, from money or from good resources. Some of these people are, you know, like Gogo's cooking from a two-plate stove. And she has told herself, look, I'm going to do something about that. There's another... um lady she's in her late 60s she had actually come to drop off supplies at one of the cleanups and when i tell you that this lady ended up she rocked up with the brooms and all of that um, that she had bought to donate to us and she did not she was the last person one of the last people to leave the cleanups from where we were in deep loops which were frontier gardens she followed us around and just was the one eventually orchestrating this bending down picking it up i mean it was like it was just the craziest thing ever and she was just committed to um to getting the job done i don't know i don't know how else to put it but it's it's just like a, like it blows my mind that there are so many of us that just that are just like these there's so many um gogos and so many of this lady um who are out there who just literally want to come get it done move forward and see where else they can just show hands even though it doesn't benefit them at all or it doesn't do anything in fact they actually use their own resources to empower that so th- this is exactly the thing right is that um we we forget or maybe we, we don't forget, we almost become numb to the fact that there's good things happening in our country and that there's good people mm. that will continuously fight for what is right and fight for what is good and work towards what is good. So one of the things that, I mean, it, it, it's just serendipitous, really. During this time, this really chaotic time that we're all watching on the news and we're, we're seeing the worst of the worst videos and stories on social media that, that looked quite scary. Uh, at the same time, as everything starts to rise and, and Rebuild SA is born and all these good things are happening, in the middle of that, we had Mandela Day, which happened over the weekend. And what was very apparent to me from an outsider sort of looking into our country is that there were all these advertising agencies and brands and and certain corporates and individuals that were trying to almost own the narrative. They were trying to rebuild 
a hashtag. <laughs> they were trying to create <laughs> things that I don't know why. Perhaps to to help. Maybe that the intentions were good. But all these hashtags started popping up. And the biggest yeah. one, the brightest one, the most beautiful one was the hashtag rebuild SA, which you guys, you guys basically own that word because it was built from your thoughts. It was created from your concepts. It is rebuild SA. I'm going somewhere with this. So just, just bear with me. So all these other brands are jumping on board and, and trying to sort of take over the narrative where rebuild SA has been the shining star. What I've seen since then is those brands have fallen to the wayside. I don't know if they did anything in that time, but big, 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 uh, if we think of Brand SA, Play Your Part, there were a couple of radio stations that were all helping this hashtag Rebuild SA become a real brand. So this is where I'm going with this. Have you been approached? Are you going to be building an initiative, an NGO, a something? Where do we go from here? with hashtag RebuildSA, which has really become a calling card to coming together and, and being active citizens in South Africa. I'd like to jump on that. Because um, number one, we are on a formalization path. We were cold calling a bunch of attorneys, big law firms or small ones, whatever, to see who which pro bono unit could help us get formalized. And we got lucky enough to have a really cool, a very cool progressive uh, law firm jump on board with us. With regards to other brands, I don't know, someone else can answer about the funding and all of that, but there've definitely been a lot of people jumping onto the bandwagon for lip service. My complaint that I'm both trying not to be too vocal about, but I feel the story needs to be told is we've had cleanup sessions interrupted by people of influence in the political space who, or political or whatever spaces, um, who would come with their crews and imply that they've been cleaning up and then they would just dip, you know, once they've got their media and all of that out. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think intentions are very, to me, are very important. I know Mal is really great. She's one of the most intuitive people I know. And I trust her judgment on anything always. And, of course, as well as Nat. Um, but, yeah, so there have been some lip service people. There's been self-empowerers. There's also someone else who is claiming to have... Um, to have created a movement such as ours. And so there, I mean, there are all those kind of people, but I believe, you know, we're doing the right work. We also have a lot of um, good people on our side. So to me, it doesn't matter too much. I'm just wary of the politicians and the, and the self clouters. Yeah. Well, th- this is the reality is, that is the thing that you've created has been created organically. It's authentic and you can see the passion behind it. I, I can see everybody who's involved with Rebuild SA has got big heart and, and you're wearing your heart on your sleeve and your intentions are correct. You just want to do good. You want to rebuild South Africa. That's why this is mm-hmm. all been created. <laughs> so th- th- I we mean, do. I- where do we go from here? What is the plan? Are we going to keep rebuilding SA? Are we going to, to build this bigger as an active citizenship platform? You say that the formal, formalization is there, but what is it going to be when it becomes this thing? It's going to be a uh, PBO. So regarding that, it's going to go far and far, which is linked with I know a guy because we don't have a choice now. 
whenever we go somewhere and we have something that has to link from a problem with a solution and we are a knowing guy type of a coordinate campaign, we'll just link it together so that we can get a way out or a solution to that problem. So uh, regarding our campaign of the PBO, we're going to focus on rebuilding, whether it's a short term or long term, we're just going to go and rebuild, rebuild. Love that. I love that. And th- this is what it's all about. Nats, did you want to add something there? Sorry, I just want to, I, I, yeah, what I want to add is, is just sort of like, it's also connecting people. So being more uh, solution driven as opposed to problem driven and how we can connect maybe something that's in excess in one place going, okay, well, how can we do that? And an example of that is when we were cleaning up, we obviously came across all of these shoes, but it's either left or right. Um, and it was going to go to landfill. And I had the idea of going, okay, well, let's collect them and let's find an MPO that works with um, amputees that we can donate those to because effectively nobody else can use it. And, you know, it's sort of like, again, solution driven, not problem driven. And I think for us, I think it's amazing that not just us as the three, uh, the three founders, but it's just been quite incredible how connecting people has just brought so many different perspectives so many different uh, solutions not problems to the fore it's been incredible well i'll say this it has been an absolute honor sitting chatting to you today because i kind of feel like you are the co-founders of something much bigger than you even understand right now (laughs) i feel like like in a couple of years there's going to be some sort of uh, something that happens in the country where, you know, there's always some sort of tragedy or a d- disaster. And the two foundations or the two initiatives that are going to be called to come and fix it are going to be Gift of the Givers and Rebuild SA. That's what I see in the future. Um, that's where I see you sort of going. So I am honored to be in the same space as you today. And I hope when you're collecting your Nobel Peace Prize many years from now, you mentioned that one of your first interviews was with good things, guys. <laughs> Ladies, I, just want to friend, thank- I mean, I know you personally and I'm like, wow, okay, thanks so much for giving this opportunity to us. You know, also just to to kind of take it from a very positive side. You know, we talk to dozens of people and yes, we, I mean, we can't forget you, you're fabulous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, it's just so lovely to to be able to um, you know connect with like mind positivity to continue. It helps. It, it's it's kind of like I call it like our jet fuel. So having chats like this is like a little bit of jet fuel. It gives us a little bit of power. It gives us a little bit of wings to continue what we really want to do and how and why we started rebuild in the first place. Well, I want to thank all three of you for joining me today, for giving up your time. I want to thank you for your work that you're doing for South Africa. Keep flying that flag. Keep moderating all the posts and making sure that South Africans are on the ground doing the good things. If people would like to join the group, if they'd like to volunteer, if they'd like more information, what is the easiest way to do it? Well, I mean, there are multiple ways to do it. We've got a WhatsApp bot which makes it easier for us to reach those people who aren't really on Facebook. A lot of us are on WhatsApp here in South Africa. Um, we've got our Facebook group, which is Rebuild SA Volunteers Group. You can email Imelda at rebuildsa.org.za or Mbali at rebuildsa or Nats, N-A-T-S-C, at rebuildsa.org.za. Post on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. 
It's that easy. Look for, I mean, if you want to follow the conversation to all of the listeners, I would suggest just looking for the hashtag Rebuild Essay. There are so many incredible stories mm. coming out of this community coming together, which three like-minded female South Africans with a passion for uniting and rebuilding South Africa have created and brought together like-minded people. It's absolutely fantastic. I want to thank you all for being here today. Um, I feel like I've just had jet fuel and I'm ready to, to get involved and get my hands dirty as well. I want to wish all of my listeners only good things.